This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio, Game929Games.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, September the 17th. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Ackworth. Oh, Ackworth. Yeah, yeah. That's up there by the lake. That's up there. That's right, by the lake there. It is. Did you hear that song? Bring it up just a little bit, just a little bit more, if you could. Eric, by the way, thank you a little bit. Just a little bit more. Remember that first song there? The first line of the song? Yeah. Remember what it says? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. I say to you, I love my wife, and and happy anniversary to Cheesy. But she hijacked my song. She committed a crime. Ah. That song was mine. One of the things that happened this past week, I celebrated a birthday. Whoa, that's right. Dude. You know, because I know know, know that that this song has a very special meaning for you. Well, when the song came out, my birthday being what it is, it's in September. So that's my song. Long before I met my wife. Yeah. Oh, every every changed, time that song came out. That. It's not just that. This and this is partly my fault. Yeah. Because see, we you and I, our wives, share a birthday. Yeah. Right? In mm-hmm. ja- first week in January. Right. And I'm sure you had this conversation you know, with yours years ago. Hey, how about if we just combine Christmas and 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 birthday oh, because you like two weeks Ooh, a week and a half after nah, Christmas, right? That ain't gonna work. Yeah, it didn't work for me either. Never, no, that no. didn't work for me nah. either. So I had to always, you know, plan that out. Yeah. So then when when we got together, we, it was a certain date, mm-hmm. and so we used that before we, you know, said our I do's as our anniversary. So when I proposed, <laughs> I said, "Oh, well, go ahead, and we'll we'll use the date." That we've been using. Yeah. No, that, that, that wasn't. It didn't, it didn't fly. Didn't fly. Ah. So we had to come up with another date, right? Or I had to come up with another date. So I thought to myself for a little bit, and I said, hang on a second. September's a beautiful month, right? And since she got something that's happening, she's getting presents a week after Christmas because of where her birthday is. <laughs> I want the same thing to happen to me. So I picked, you know, a week after my birthday. Unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. I picked the first line of that song. Do you remember? Yeah. The 21st night. Of sep- so mm-hmm. I picked September 21st wow. as the, our wedding day, and now that is in that song. So my song got hijacked. <laughs> yeah. I can't call it my own anymore. Oh. No, that's, that's our song. There you go. That's our song. Yeah. You anyway. share. You don't mean sharing. I did. And I just say I love her, and didn't I just wish her happy anniversary yeah, on the air? There you go. There publicly? you go. There you go. Did GC, is she laying there with Jesse here? Next to her, breathing in her armpit, probably <laughs> on this uh, on this <laughs> on this Sunday That's morning. That's a picture. Yeah, it is. Oh, listen, oh. it's either that or down by my feet. We are going to be. Uh, we got a special guest now. This is a fluid show. You have got a special guest that. Well, we're going to work on it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we we should have. We met, got him. We got it confirmed. Seven twenty. Okay. 
Yeah. You want to give everybody just a little tease uh, of what's Co- coming Co- up? Coach Travis Williams going to join us. He's got something very special coming up. Has something special already that has happened, but has a very special event uh, involving HBCUs and basketball. But we already talking basketball again, huh? Already, man. Already. Coming up on the best time of year. You know, if you were an American sports it, fan. Because it all runs together, man. Yeah, there's no better time of year than that second week or so in October. Second or third week. Because you got everything. You got mm-hmm. everything going on, basketball, on college and the pro level. And then all four sports. Listen, we, we're going to get Belizean up here pretty soon because we're going to be talking hockey. Yep. So we got all four sports coming Well, we back. get them up there anyway because the Lions, oh, keep that's doing right. what they do. Lions keep doing what they're doing. Falcons are heading up there. You know, and there's, that's the cold pumpkin pie game. The pumpkin pie game. <laughs> we're going to be serving up a slice. All right, man. Listen. Um, that is for sure. Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 9290Game.com. <laughs> it was one of the things I was going to tell you, but I forgot what it was. I'll just save it, and we'll come back to it in just a minute there. Oh, oh, oh. What's well, that? I'll, I'll just – no, I'm going to save it. Because, okay. again, we got something special coming up. Also, at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be visited by the president of the uh, local chapter of SAG-AFTRA. As the strike continues, mm-hmm. Mr. Crenshaw and some of our listeners have got a question for him. So we're going to have Eric Goins come on, and then also give him a chance to – Give us an update on what's going on with the strikes. But top of the 7 o'clock hour, as always, we turn things over to you, and you let us know what's going on locally. And we're going to talk some, and I'm going to wave Eric Slaughter in here in a minute, but we're going to talk about some college. And first of all, the retirement um, we announced. Well, we could do this with the NFL, but also some college. Yesterday, uh, while the Georgia Bulldogs were playing yesterday, one of their all-time greats announced his retirement from the NFL, wide receiver A.J. Green. Uh, really? Tremendous career with the, with the Cincinnati Bengals and then with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, said that is it. Calls it a career. Twelve seasons, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro selection, number two on the Bengals' um, all-time receiving yards and receiving touchdowns list behind Ocho Cinco. Do they, do they retire his number? Um, probably. You not. think? No. You know the NFL don't retire. Numbers. No, not the. I'm saying Cincinnati. Again, but their team is different than the league doing it. I get what you're saying. Team can do what they want to do, right? They can. Ring of Honor. Okay, how about the Ring of Honor? I'll be in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, they'll do that for sure. Absolutely. He has certainly earned that. But a great career by him. Uh, Running down college football scores from yesterday. We know that Georgia was a winner 24-14 over South Carolina. Georgia Tech falls to Ole Miss down in Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, 46-23 final score in that one. Wisconsin. Uh, beats Georgia Southern 35 Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, you need some work. Yeah, well, it's okay. I've only been there once or twice. Okay. But uh, thir- uh, 35-14, they beat Georgia Southern. So you, so you got it. You, you, well, you got to be more nasally. Well, you got to be closer to the lake. Na- you, you, no, you, you got to be nasally. Around, around Midwestern is nasally. You do that. What are you doing here, pal? That beer's. It's all nasal. I've been to a game at that joint before. Georgia State is a winner last night, and Georgia State makes history. For the first time in the history of the program, they have started 3-0. and They've never started 3-0 and before. Uh, they beat Charlotte 41-25 last night. Darren Granger, 466 yards passing, and Robert Lewis, uh, 220 yards receiving and two touchdowns. And they got a short week. They got a short week because next week they play Thursday night in primetime on ESPN against Coastal Carolina up at Myrtle Beach. Hey. So they got, they got back and they got just three days yeah. to get ready for that. You know what you said a minute ago about the NFL? Right. Today was the day that they retired Dan Marino's number. Okay. I'm just saying, they retired number. They retired. They retired number 13, Dan mm-hmm. Marino, on this date. Okay, go ahead. All right. Okay. Well, like, they, they don't do that often. I was just going to say, they don't do that often. It have to be Dan Marino's. It had to be somebody <laughs> like that, right? 
And he gave him some isotoner gloves for doing it. All right, Furman over uh, <laughs> Kennesaw State, uh, 31 to 28 final score. Uh, Jonathan Murphy at 307 yards passing. KSU, uh, that one slips away from him. Albany State 24, Morehouse 14 game played in New York. Shout out to all the people from Morehouse and Albany State. Now, very on Dr. Maria Boynton, who was up in New York, up in New York for this game, with New Jersey for that game. Savannah State 28, uh, Clark Atlanta 21. You got Fort Valley 34, Edward Waters 31, Cumberland's 20, Reinhardt 19, Ferrum 13, LaGrange 10. Uh, the alma mater, tough one on the road. Mm. And Mississippi College, West Georgia 38, Mississippi College 35, and uh, Valdosta State 49-25 winners over Kaiser. Uh, Kaiser, those are college football scores from around the area. Now, there were some high school scores, too, yesterday as I wave in Eric Slaughter, who uh, was on with me Friday night for the high school scoreboard show. You know, there was one game that was moved due to Music Midtown. What game was that? That was North Atlanta against Wheeler. Uh, they had to play the game at Lakewood. It was going to be at Music, you know, but because of Music Midtown, they were going to play it over here at Midtown. They moved it. Really? Yes. Huh. They need that parking, you and know. Yes, yeah. probably so. Crowds yeah. and stuff. Right. Wow, okay. So uh, they moved the game over there. And North Atlanta, when both teams were undefeated going into this game, North Atlanta wins it 30-22. to 22. They are 5-0. and oh. Yeah, North Atlanta's got a really good squad. I saw some of their highlights on uh, one of their Max Preps and YouTube pages. They yeah. got some good players. They may make some noise uh, this year. Yeah. In, in, yeah. Uh, Good in the postseason. We'll watch and see what happens with them. Uh, Also, Maynard Jackson was the winner. They uh, win 44-22 winner uh, over Banneker. Jaguars, right? Maynard Jackson, Jaguars. Congratulations to them. So so Friday night was big. I don't know what you took away as a big one. I thought we caught up with Coach Small from – Yeah, East Coweta. East Coweta. That was the biggest. That was definitely the biggest. Congratulations to them. And – uh, I, the fact that Hiram is still undefeated is yeah. huge because what they've done. Remember, I had them two weeks ago. They said it's been five, ten years since they were three and zero. Now yeah. they're five. And how long has been since they've been five and zero? Ever, ever, wow, ever, ever. No, yeah, really. <laughs> so, yeah. congratulations to them. Looking forward to uh, seeing these teams getting in region play. Absolutely. And absolutely. then Dalton. Remember, we talked to Dalton. We talked with, talk with Coach yeah. Carpenter, the coach up at Dalton. Uh, they're undefeated. People are excited up there. They got what well, they got. The, um, Cedar Town. Cedar Town coming up. Um, I think Harrison being back. To what they were, you know, since Justin Fields left. That's the first time Harrison's been probably this good, and we'll see what happens. And uh, North Cobb got that big win over Northside Water Robins. You know, they happy to be back So because yeah. they had to replace a lot of talent. Now, they reload. Yeah, You know, the talent up there in Ackworth and Kennesaw is very, very good, and people don't know that. That's why Harrison and schools like Harrison and North Cobb can be so good so often. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So a lot we took away from Friday night, uh, some games. Uh, that we had enjoyed talking with some of the coaches, some of our contributors, spent some time with Adam Nelson, uh, athletic director over at Lovett, who played this high school football there. They got a win. They gave McDonough their first setback, 38-20 uh, to 20 final score, and that great finishing and spending some time uh, with him. So it, was, so it was a lot of fun. A good time is always on Friday nights. So yeah, but good. here's what everybody's wondering about. Who was what? the school days? Guess. School days was Adam Nelson, Okay, and uh, who was a shot putter. Thank you. That's Olympic awesome. gold what, medalist. What was the part that made you open your mouth during the interview? Because it seems like every time, every every guest that you have says something that makes you. Let, let me answer. Let me answer. Go, go, go. go ahead. He got his gold medal at the, what was it, the Burger King, he said? The Burger King table in the food court of Atlanta Airport. That's wait, how, wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Stop. Say that again. And who are we talking about? Adam Nelson. Was the. He was he was originally awarded the silver medal. No, but what, t- what team was he on? I mean, Team the, USA. No, T- okay. track and field. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Team USA track and field. He was a shot putter. Shot putter. In okay. field events. And went to Love It School. Okay. Love it. Love it. Okay. 
And so at there were no ceremonies at the Olympics. He was he was at awarded the, the silver medal. He the silver medal, but they had blood testing. They they, they had the testing and the gold medal winner. Gold medal winner flunked oh. his test years yeah. la- years later. Years later. Okay, so I got it. and, that, and they call him up and say, "Hey, we we taking the gold medal from this guy. You're the gold medal winner. Can you be at Hartsville Jackson <laughs> in in the atrium at this time?" And he gets there. Imagine, imagine this, right? Yes. You got the silver medal there. You got it packed around, and you're looking for this guy. And he's got the gold medal for you. And you sit down at Burger King and the food court says, you out of Nelson? You bring it? <laughs> you bring, well, you, by the way, how'd you get that piece of metal through it, security? Well, they got to the food court, so you have to go, you have to go through TSA. You have to go through TSA. <laughs> that's true, that's true. You know, the, the guy, the guy bringing the gold medal to him had to do it at the airport that he came from, right? Yeah, you yeah. know. And so he's like, "Here, here, here, here's your gold medal. Congratulations!" Yeah, he said he just slid across the table. Across the table, <laughs> you know, guy went and got back on the plane and took off. I would want to do something, man, with my family. No camera crew. No camera you know, crew. Not even a Polaroid. Nothing, man. That's that's odd. It's so funny that you guys bring that up because that actually happened to somebody else we all know, and it started on this date. This was the day. Well, actually, this was the opening opening of the uh, Seoul Olympics. Now, what do you take away from the Seoul Olympics? These were the ones in '88. The Summer Games in '88 were in Mm -hmm. Seoul, Seoul, Korea. Now, there were two takeaways for people who got a chance to watch those and that sort of stay with them to this day. And one of them kind of in a roundabout way has to do with what you guys were just talking about. For me, Roy Jones Jr. being robbed of the gold medal, that's one. And then, of course, the famous race with Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis. And And Ben Ben Johnson got, you know, he lost his gold medal, which means somebody had Carl Lewis at a food court somewhere out there in L.A. giving him a gold medal. I don't know. Is at the food court or not? Well, that's what I'm. That's the story I'm. I'm, I'm saying. Well, well, you can say what you said. He won a few more after you know, that. The, the thing I won. The thing I remember most about '88 Summer Olympics, Flojo. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's very good. That's pretty good. That's a great. Vision. Ah, that that's that. <laughs> Hello. Uh, actually, this is a good time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, what's Radio Nine Two Nine Game? Nine Two Nine Game dot com. Yeah. Radio 99thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Sunday morning. Glad you're with us. Kind of cloudy outside. Hope the rain's going to stay away as people head from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Falcons and Packers later today. But the sound in the background, oh my goodness, the human jukebox of Southern University. They, 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 they may be one of the bands that makes it to the HBCU uh, band championship. championships. They may, they, they, they may be one of the ones that make it. Wouldn't be surprised if they're there. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't okay. be surprised if they're there. Hey! Yeah. On this date, before we get to our guests, it's mm-hmm. relevant, though. The first group of escaped slaves, okay, stay with me, were taught. The first group. And you weren't ex- supposed to do that. They were, But they were taught at a place called Fortress Monroe, Virginia, mm-hmm. which later became Hampton University. Institute. That's right. It was Institute first. Thank you. 1861 was when this happened. Yeah. So just throwing that in there. We found out some interesting history about the University of guest that we had here a few weeks ago. Yes, we did. Yeah. And us a lot of history about that, you know, just I had, stuff I had not heard. But that and, and just 
y'all just need to continue to tune in us. Because between that, things that happened a few weeks ago, this morning you with the Jackie Robinson, uh, not Jackie Robinson, Jack, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. Pretty, pretty soon I'm going to say, I'm going to call him J- Janice Owens. <laughs> it's Jesse Owens. Um, that Jesse Owens Lou Brock connection, yeah. which I never knew of. Yeah. Even though I'm getting, I'm still not used to us just doing one day a week together. Yeah. We'll get used to it, but it's, I'm, I'm just feeling kind of awkward. It's like, you know, things ain't right. Like walking down the street and you find like your zipper's open or something. Hey, I don't know. Easy that. Exactly. You know, it's just something <laughs> wrong or hanging out your nose. And, so we'll get it together here, but we have a very special guest and you pulled this together. Very quickly, and I can't thank you enough. Well, and, yeah, and because he's got a great event. He had something that happened yesterday, but he has something coming up here in a couple of months that I think a lot of people would enjoy. We're going to invite Coach, Coach Travis Williams to come in with us. I'll join us on the waitforit.com hotline. Morning, Coach. Live with HBCU All-Stars, a big event that happens during March Madness, but also going to have a big event happening here locally. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. How you guys doing, man? I really appreciate you all having me on this morning. Great to have doing you fun. on because you're doing fantastic things. Matter of fact, you've been busy this weekend. You had some coaches yesterday, right? Yeah, we made history yesterday. You know, we hosted the first ever HBCU All-Stars Coaching Clinic, featuring some of the nation's top HBCU coaches across the country, representing our four premier black conferences, the MEAC, the SWAC, the CIW, and the SIC. And we do it, did it at my alma mater, Georgia State University Convocation Center. And so we had over 100 coaches in attendance. And it just says a lot about, you know, uh, being able to shine this national spotlight on our coaches that we don't otherwise get. And as you guys know, eight of my 17 years were at HBCU. There's a former head men's basketball coach at Tennessee State University and Fort Valley State University. And also having a successful career at Georgia State University. So just to get an opportunity to do it of this magnitude yesterday, what a God-driven vision. And I'm just being obedient to God when he places these visions in my spirit. Yeah. Talk mm. about the opportunity to gather that kind of, you know, the, 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 the coaches together and the ones that came. And what did everybody kind of receive uh, from that experience? I believe anytime you can get some professional development, some networking, some on-court uh, drills, and then we had uh, some student-athletes, that we were able to do NIL deals with from Morehouse College University. Because in our space, our HBCUs don't get that opportunity. So I was able to partner with some Morehouse student athletes, and they did all our on-court demonstrations. And we were able to to, to provide them some some branded HBCU all-stars gear exposure and then this opportunity to the network. So all those coaches that were intended were able to ask questions and, and take notes and and see their own court drills. In other words, in the coaches' circle, steal ideas from some of the best coaches. Think about it. We had Robert Jones, Norfolk State University head men's basketball, being numerous MEAC coach of the year, numerous NCAA tournament bursts, and so one of the most respected coaches in the country. Dante Jackson, the head coach at Grambling State uh, University, shared a co-SWAC um, championship uh, this 22-23 uh, season and knocked off three Power Five teams, you know, two Pac-12s and also an SEC team. And then we had Benji Taylor, representative of Tuskegee University. We had Douglas with Morehouse College. We had Bobby Collins, Shaw University. As you can see, all the conferences are represented. And then, of course, we could not leave out the legendary Cy Alexander. Y'all know that name in many coaches' circles. He's one of the legendary coaches most respected coaches across the country, not only HBCU basketball, but Coach uh, Cy Alexander, former head coach at South Carolina State, 
North Carolina A&T, and Tennessee State University. He now serves as my HBCU All-Stars National Scouting Director responsible for selecting 24 of the nation's top players to participate in my historic All-Star game during Final Four weekends, wherever the Final Four lie. Yeah. Travis Williams joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Coach, as you join us this morning and talk about this event, what do you see happening? What would you like to see happen with Coach's Clinic moving forward? Well, I just think it, it, needs to, it would be the premier destination for coaches. And just want to be very honest and transparent. It's inclusive of everyone. And so, but as you know, we don't get a national spotlight. We have some of the most talented coaches in the country. And as you guys know, you're in this sports space. When our coaches win, whether or not it's the MEAC or the SWAC championship, we're going to get that 16 seed, or we're going to get that playing game. And a lot of our viewers, I'm going to make sure I'm very transparent on this. Our coaches are coaching at historical black colleges, and our coaches sacrifice some of their careers, some of their wins and losses. And you guys know I was that coach on the other side. Yeah. When we have to play guarantee games to go out and play these power five teams. So when you look at our actual record, you think, wow, they hit the games under 500. Oh, man, they're losing coach. But the reality, a lot of teams and folks, this is the average fan, don't understand. We are here playing guarantee games to make sure we're supporting our university and our athletic uh, commitment to make sure our programs, our other non generating programs, or at the highest level, they can compete. So these are the sacrifices that we make in our careers. But I think we did answer your question. We want this to be the premier HBCU All-Stars coaching clinic around the country, the place to be, and we cannot get a better a city than the great city of Atlanta, the sports capital of the world. And so Atlanta, when Atlanta puts on a bit, we want to make sure we are front and center of the HBCU All-Stars basketball movement in every aspect. Yeah, folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with, with Coach Travis Williams. All right, you got a big event coming up, two days coming up here uh, in November, November uh, 17th and 18th at the Forbes Arena at Morehouse College. Uh, two uh, big days of basketball uh, featuring HBCUs and some of the area high schools. Why is it important to do that, to have, make sure the, the high schools are there uh, participating in an event like this? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, God placed this vision in my spirit in October 2019 after my last year of coaching with Ron Hunter before he left to go to Tulane. And God said, you get ready to do something to change the trajectory of our historical black college and university. So our listeners, if you remember anything I said to this today, remember the ear and or, E-A-R-O-R-R. Exposure, 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 access, 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 recognition, 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 opportunity, resources, and results. As you know, our HBCU All-Stars were founded where we didn't have anything, any opportunities. I think you guys just uh, brought up not too long ago when Hampton was formed and started. You know, everybody kept asking, when are you going to do something significant for Atlanta? Atlanta, you're listening this morning. This is significant for Atlanta, where we have eight of the premier HBCUs from across the country coming to participate at Morehouse College University. That's intentional, to do an event of this magnitude on the prestigious campus of Morehouse College, Forge Arena. We have Fayetteville State representing the CIAA, Shaw, Livingstone representing the CIAA. We have the three SIECs, Morehouse, Lamont Owen College, and Talladega. And then we have Gramlin State out of the SWAC, Delaware State out of the MEAC representing those two teams. 
in Atlanta, prime time to tip off the 23-24 season. This needs to be the place to be because what it says to Atlanta is that we're going to bring these teams here and we bring them for a reason. It's the time for us to come out and support this. These are our causes. We get an opportunity to showcase black college basketball to tip off the season in Atlanta. Well, we know a whole lot of other things come, but we need our fans, our alumni, our community, and uh, business support, our government officials, from the mayor, uh, Andrew Dickens, on down to support this information. And I think the question you ask, why do we include, you know, we got Mays and Thera High School, Atlanta Public Schools, because those schools and all our Atlanta public schools are fabric of our society and what we have to do. You know, that's big basketball. That's good robbery. And when we can embrace and bring everybody here, it makes it that more important, you know. And then not only are the games, the the economic impact that we're bringing these folks, these teams and things here, where we want to support our economy. We want to support black and brown business. We want to support our ancillary events. We have a college admissions fair set up through here. We have social justice and civil rights. We have reading days for kids. We are exposing our young folks that are interested in attending HBCUs to these HBCUs and making it pretty simple for them. Hey, come to the games. Our colleges from across the country will be set up at the games throughout the entire day on both games. We're we're bringing it to you. There will be admission waivers. There will be scholarship opportunities offered on the spot. And like I said, this is for our culture. This is for us. This is for Atlanta, and we need Atlanta to, to come out and support. This is the second annual one, and we're truly excited about it. As you can see, you hear the passion of my voice. Oh, yeah. Well, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Travis Williams uh, joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. That's exactly what I was going to bring up, Sam. You hear this dude talking yeah. passion. He's talking business. But he's making me feel like a player that wants to run through a wall for him. Oh yeah, now right. He's he got he's coach now. He got you, you fired that. up. I tell you what, just <laughs> we, we we got all that off to the side here. But we want to talk a little bit about your playing time and and who you played with because we we've been talking about you know we just had a major tennis tournament happen here and the winner of it you sort of have a connection to on the heels of the um, U.S. Open during your time at Georgia Ooh. State you played with Coco Golf's father, correct? Yeah, Corey Goff is one of my best friends. You know, actually, when I when I signed with Georgia State, we were roommates, and, and, and the relationship has blossomed ever since then. He took me on his wing. And one reason that, 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 that Georgia State means so much to me is my transition, uh, you know, being recruited to Georgia State. And then also having an opportunity, my first foray coming from South Georgia and Tiffin, Georgia. It's, it's a roommate with, with, with Corey Goff and, and taking me on the wing, really showing me the ropes of Atlanta. So we're – he's one of my best friends. As you saw uh, last week or so, you know, had an opportunity to go to the U.S. Open. Let me share this with you. I actually went on vacation, extended my vacation to go to Wimbledon so <laughs> we can explore. That's how deep this thing runs with us. So my family, I actually, although she lost in that first round, which was a blessing, it catapulted to this, but we actually went to Wimbledon and tied it into our family vacation. That's how our relationship is and as a family and so you saw last week where we were able to witness up close and personal and everything that goes along with it and to hold that trophy as an african-american family me and my wife and to do that that don't happen too often so just thank golf family coco for welcoming me and my family open arms and we're family so yep to answer your question you know it was amazing life-changing moment for me and my wife to attend there yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Coach, we appreciate you spending some time with us uh, this morning. Looking forward to great things happening with, with that event that's coming up in November. 
I know people want to get out and support support you and support the event and see those HBCU teams in town. You can go to www.AtlantaHBCUChallenge.com for more information. Uh, Coach Travis Williams, thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. And like I said, y'all keep up the great work with 92.9. The game is, is the best show. I listen to it all the time. And I've been following you guys' career. You know, just as important, you are important to the Atlanta fabric and what you do. Keep impacting lives and doing what you do, guys. Appreciate it. All right, now. I got to stick him in a movie. <laughs> we got, we got, we got to get the president coming on here. We'll see, find out when that's coming all back here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis Williams joining Sam and Greg here. Uh, he, he mentioned it, and again, I got to just allude to it coming up top of the hour. We got a, we got a union president joining us. How about About that? 25 minutes from now. Yeah. Don't let us know what's going on mm-hmm. with the strike, but more importantly, going to answer a couple of your questions. And when I say your, I mean Mr. Grenshaw and some of our audience. That is all coming up. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On a Sunday morning, we're just getting used to having just the one day. We want to thank you guys for letting us be a part of your weekend morning. Saturday, we'll be back to that soon. But right now, Saturday mornings are what they are, getting you ready for a full day of college football. We are here as your opening act, getting you ready for a full day of NFL action. If you can't get in front of a TV, we got Falcons Green Bay, pregame 11 o'clock, kick at 1 o'clock. Of course, we're followed by the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and again, if you can't get in front of a TV tonight, Miami at New England, 7.30 pregame, kick at 8.30. And, of course, tomorrow, too, while I'm on this roll, yes, New, Orleans, New Orleans again. <laughs> An NFC South matchup. Uh, you got New Orleans at Carolina, followed mm-hmm. by Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Hey, speaking of NFC South. Yes. You ready for this one? What you got? Where's my page of what insignificant do you have? information? What do you have? Since its creation. The NFC South has had a team that has finished both last in the division and appeared in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Again, there's people who woke up today didn't know that. All, uh, all four teams in the division have been to the Super Bowl. And they have all finished last. Yeah. So there's a little insignificant piece of information mm. for today. Painfully, That's, painfully, we, 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 we know about both. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yes, painful, we do. Painful memories they are. Um, also, congratulations to the Savannah Bananas. Okay. Y'all know about the Savannah Bananas. They are now officially in the Hall of Fame. The Baseball Hall of Fame has dedicated, they have an exhibit, dedicated to the sports, as they put it, wackiest team. The Savannah Savannah Bananas. They're great entertainment. They are very much. And did they have, what you call it, the crown prince of baseball, whatever his name, or is he already dead, that Max... What's his name? Papkin or Max whatever. Papkin. He may. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure he may be. I wasn't sure if he was still with us. No, I don't think he's but, with us anymore. But he. But he. But he was his, a part of him there for a minute. Uh, I believe so. I mean, he was just known for going around everywhere. He. 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 He, he was the precursor to the chicken. I was just gonna say the only two people I knew that he did was the that were him to the chicken. and the chicken. Yeah, it just went on tour and just you know had had their routine with the teams, had the routine with the players. With the grounds crew, whoever it was, you know, he, he just but was part of the routine with him. Actually, got a part in uh, Bull Durham. Yes, he did. Max Max Pack. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, happy birthdays would have been Hank Williams's birthday, not Junior. Yeah, the old man. Yeah, and also Hank Williams. I mean, also <laughs> happy birthday uh, would have been George Blanda's birthday today. You talked about George Blanda was the first. Uh, th- this was the first person that made me, as I was a kid, 
wonder, and I mean literally turn my head like Scooby-Doo and go, when they said there's a 45-year-old man in this football game who just threw a touchdown and he's about to kick the extra point. Right, right. That's like one of my earliest memories of the Oakland Raiders. Yep, and he did that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Eric Goins, the president of SAG After, will uh, join us top of the hour, give us an update on what's going on with the strike. But a couple questions from folks is the uh, Screen Actors Guild and Writers Guild of America continues to be out on strike, and the industry is, for the most part, shut down. But as I say, for the most part, because there are still some things being done, and I was blessed to shoot a, a commercial this past week. So there's there's questions about that. How can this go on when that's going on and so on and so forth? But that's what we got Eric coming up. Miles Garrett's also going to join us. But I really wish we could get to and if they're if they're up and they feel like getting on the phone and calling us, either Mike Conti or or Jason Longshore called the game last night, Atlanta United. But last night the the atmosphere, despite you know, Messi not being here. Yeah. Everybody thought he was gonna be here, and it must have been a certain sort of uniqueness to last night. I'd like to get their perspective on it. So if they're up, to give us a call. But, yeah, Atlanta United got the win. They got The first loss for uh, for Miami since he joined the team. Yeah. Man, he wasn't there. But, I, you know, we like to think we would have done it if he was here. It would have made no difference. We can think that. Why not? You know, we, you know what I mean? Yeah. Atlanta United getting the three points last night, and we got to hear the call from Conti that we'd love to oh, get. Hold on. And threading it into the run of Almada. Calling for it is Saba on the right flank. He goes to Saba. And the right side of the 18. Cross the Yakabaka. Shot. Score! Boom! Yakabakas! <laughs> ah, that's what you just love, don't you? You, you, you just, just love that. It's, my, like, it's like the Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving when he put that, that perfect side right in front of you. <laughs> See, that's how you feel, right? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, nobody does it like our very own Mike Conti. And if you were listening, you know, I, I guess the, the team was expecting those things as well. Messi didn't show up. Um, and the people who, you know, paid too much rent for tickets out, I, I don't know what, what to tell you. Yeah, you really. You know, I really don't know what to tell you. That happens. You know, sometimes LeBron doesn't play. Yeah, but but this Not is much. this was something that people were really watching for and anticipating a great deal. Uh, afterwards, uh, Gonzalo Pineda talked about the fact that it, the team had to fight to block out all those possible distractions and try to play their best. Well, believe me, he did say. Honestly, we were planning, like I told the players, yes, it is Messi, it is Jordi Alba, it is, uh, uh, you know, Farias, Busquets, Tata Martino, I mean, Joseph coming back to the bands. I mean, a lot of things that are go out there in the atmosphere and everything – uh, seems to be about Inter Miami, about Messi, about all that. And I told them we have to turn that down to it's about us, it's about Atlanta United. So in that sense, I told them we have to play our way. We won't modify a thing because it's Messi, because it's Inter Miami. We'll play our way. Of- so that was what okay. he was saying. 5 2 the final score. Um, Atlanta United with the win. And that is, that's what we want, that's what they need. Coming down to these final few matches before the postseason. You're trying to get into that fourth spot, you know, in the East. And so, uh, you know, messy or not, guys went out there and took care of business. Yeah, did what they had to do. That's what you wanted. Go at it again on Wednesday night at D.C. You can uh, listen to that game right here. 7 o'clock is uh, pre-game. Kick at 7.30 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. Man, it's like one after another. So they, they were off for a while. They had that match last night. They go at it again on Wednesday. Then they don't play again until the 23rd versus Montreal. Well, that's just three days. No, I'm just saying. No, that's my point. It's like 
pack together yeah. after having that long stretch off. Yeah, there was some international so, competition yeah. during that time. So, you know, that's the other part. There's other part of one of the reasons why I think we didn't get to see Messi was because of the international competition. You think and that was the reason why? That. That's part of it. I mean, okay. part of it may have been the playing surface, too. I'm not going to, you know, say that, but also let's just I think because, speculate because of because of the international competition and he ain't exactly a spring chicken. No, he is not. And let's know. just speculate. I wouldn't I wouldn't call this irresponsible speculation, but just speculate that given what you just said and and you know international play possibly turf. I think it was more international play, but if the turf did come into the into consideration, what happened Monday night with Aaron Rodgers didn't help. No, it did, it did not. It could not have helped. Yeah. If somebody's trying to make a decision about, you know, natural versus what we have here, but we got the top of the line turf here at, at Mercedes Benz, but folks feel the way they do. So, but anyway, yeah, Monday night made a whole lot of people of a certain age think yeah. twice. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of it them are going to be playing today. It did. It did. It did. We watch and see what happens with that because it's saying uh, we want to go all NFL back to natural grass. That's going to be very hard to do. You know, with so with, with so many of the stations, they so many of the stadiums, they don't have retractable rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can't do what they do out in Arizona, where they you know slide the grass out and let it get some sunshine and water, and then slide it back in, and y'all go play on it. You know, everybody everybody doesn't doesn't, uh, doesn't have that permission. They, I can't see any league, any professional league, given what's going on on the college level and on the high school on level. The high school level. So now those first of, yeah, getting yeah, you, to the you, pros, you, and all of a sudden have, you change things. You have to search to find a natural grass playing field for high school in our area because there's so many different sports that have been added, boys and girls teams. You need the turf, just so you have a field that will last and hold up with all that competition year round. Right. So uh, everyone has learned to kind of play on it. Um, know what the pluses and the minuses are of it, and uh, it's something we've grown up understanding it. So, and we'll see where it goes. But also, a whole lot of money has been invested in that. And some good folks here down near, near the yeah. alma mater are producing that stuff. So, yeah, Sam yeah. and Greg, Switch Radio, ninety two nine Game, ninety two nine Game dot com. Again, coming up top of the hour, we're going to talk to Eric Gomes, president of SAG. After, before we get on out of here, just a quick little couple uh, NASCAR notes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we were down, you know, we're into the playoffs now. Last night was an elimination race, Bristol night race, and uh, Denny Hamlin wins that thing last night with Kyle Larson finishing second, Christopher Bale. You had uh, a number of drivers that were eliminated and on your top 12 get to roll on. And when you know it, both of Michael Jordan's cars at 2411 <laughs> uh, make it in. Uh, they both make it in, and it's uh, they're, still in it. they're still going to it there, too. If you had told me, going into the season, that of the 12 teams that make it the first cut from the playoffs, that you would have this, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin would have the same number as Rick Hendrick. I would say no way. But then Rick Hendrick has two, obviously, with William Byron and Kyle Larson. But with Chase Elliott being out, you know, that's only two. And so uh, Jordan's got the same as those, those guys going on. As Bubba Wallace did drive his way in last night, so he's in, in that 12. The 12 are Hamlin, Larson, Byron. Uh, Boucher, um, Bush, Blaney, Bell, Riddick, Chastain, Kozlowski, and Bubba Wallace. Those are your 12 that will go on. Texas is the next stop as um, they continue to chase the cup, and they're the ones who are in the playoff competition. So that would happen last night up at Bristol. They had to dodge some rain, too. They had some rain delays a few times. Some rain was coming through there. So it took them a while to get out there. I understand that place is a tough place to get out of. After a night race, when it ends, it's just you know little area, and it's 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 just a you know 
Right. And then you're right there on the state line. You're on two states. You're partly on Virginia and Tennessee. You know, Bristol and a line right in between it. Ain't that, so, that that place where they got the little marker where the two states yeah. right there? Mm-hmm. I saw that before. There's like yeah. a plaque yeah. right there on yeah. the ground. You know? You know, you got Virginia and Tennessee right there, and North Carolina's right down the block. I mean, almost like the three of them almost run together up there. Hey, do you remember something that, uh, again, just on this day, I'm, I'm, I'm captivated by some of the stuff that happened on this day, but one I had forgotten about, and then I saw this, and I went, oh, yeah, I remember. On this day. Now, this past week, of course, obviously we had been talking um, about 9-11, right? Okay. I had forgotten about when the ga- and when the games came back, Atlanta played a prominent role in it. The Mets had their first game, and they played against the Braves, and Mike Piazza hit the famous home run. Mm-hmm. But I had forgotten about this. Um, Jack Buck, he was dealing with lung cancer at that time being. He was still with us, but he was suffering from lung cancer, and along with that, Parkinson's. But somebody had given him a poem to read because the Cardinals, I guess, were one of the first teams that came back and played. And he read this patriotic-themed poem during the pregame ceremonies, and it was like a thing. And I had forgotten all about that, but it happened. If you remember as we came back, sports started coming back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the NFL was first, but then baseball came back, and, of course, they had to get ready for the playoffs and all of that. But, yeah, this was something that happened on this day, this Jack Buck thing. Also, on this day, celebrating, are you ready for this, two of your favorites. And okay. I would imagine – Two of everybody in our audience's favorites. Okay. Do you know who turns 74 years old? 74 74 today. years 74 old today. 74 years. Who, who is it? Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. Really? Yes. Now, Wiley. They still Super, move. They, they, Super they, genius. Wiley Coyote. Yeah, Roadrunner. They, 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 they still move pretty good for 74 years. Yeah, now. they do. I always like the ones where he start, they, they show them, and they stop it, and they bring them back in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then he kicks it in there. But yeah, they share a birthday with seventy-eight-year-old Phil Jackson. Wow! Ooh! Everybody got to have a birthday, right? Yeah, they I do. had one yeah, last they do. week. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you, you got do. one yeah, coming do. up. Everybody's yeah. got a birthday. Eric's is coming up. There are all kinds of stuff going on here. So again, we have got a, a busy eight o'clock hour coming up. Miles Garrett from Fox Five is going to be joining us. We're going to get you set for a full day of action, leading you right in to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. But up next, taking a little side thing. You know, the, day, the, the casting call that I have regularly done for a dozen years around here has been put on hold because of the strike. Well, there's been some questions aimed my way in at uh, Sam's way about, well, if this is going on, how can that happen with the strike going on? And I could answer some of these, but I thought, why don't we just go to the guy who's got the most credibility, the president of the union. So he's been on before Eric came on and joined us a few weeks back, or actually about a month or so ago. But he is going to join us next, talking, well, answering a couple questions, but also giving us a quick update on what's going on with the strike. Because he probably wants to get out there and play some golf now that the rain stopped. I don't know. <laughs> it's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 